Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella this morning. Mike, good morning. Good morning to you. It's good seeing you. I always love when we first say, yeah. see each other. you got a great smile and a lot. <laughs> I know you've been busy. A lot's oh. going on. We're going to be talking about that. But good morning. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good seeing you, too. You know, with social distancing being the... Uh, you know how the Webster's Dictionary every year they add like a word or two, and it's a word that just like happens. Okay. I know that those two words exist. I don't know if they've ever been used to the extent, Mike, that <laughs> we're using it now as a country. But oh my gosh, it. I mean, here we are this weekend. We're what six weeks into this here in New York State. I know people. Six weeks. It seems like six years, it but does. yeah, it, there's a lot. I mean, it, it started off. I think in our family a little slower, but then oh wow. It's been a long time, and you know there's still a lot ahead of us. We got to work through. I was telling my wife the other day, we you know we're walking down the road, and and again, good morning. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining <laughs> us. We're, we are going to share some God side stories today before we uh, before we end the next hour. Actually, today let's let's tease everyone with a guest. Today we have Kelly Diane Galloway. She yes. is the leader of Mona's House, which okay. is a house right here in Buffalo, New York. Yes. where they provide a safe environment for those who've been rescued from trafficking. Okay. Some from sex trafficking, some from labor trafficking. And uh, I've enjoyed getting to know her a little bit. And actually, she's got an office in our building now uh, in Buffalo. So it's going uh, to get a chance to know her a little bit so more. So you get the chance to see her and talk yes. with her a little bit. Yes, and she's sweet. She's yeah. uh, she's a youngin, and she is smart beyond her years, man. <laughs> I tell you, I talked to her, and well, she is uh, she's one wise cookie. What a work she is doing, though. I've... I'm looking forward to talking with her this morning. Been reading up and a little bit and watching some of the YouTube things, and I'm telling you, of course, the the cause oh. of what, what she's doing yes. to help young ladies. Yeah, so she's going to be our guest. But again, for the first ten minutes or so, we're uh, we're going to catch up a little bit. So I was walking with my wife the other day, and we've done more walks, Mike, in the last month than the last five wow. years. That's a good thing. It is a good thing, and you know what? This is a perfect time for you to make sure that you're. Your life's in order. I'm not saying my life was out of order, but right. I've really enjoyed talking to her. And, yeah. And, and not, yeah, not running from thing to thing to thing. I know. The same thing here. Um, my wife did get called back to work because she's works oh. for uh, a, an allergist. And yes. So, you know, and we here we were at least two weeks, three weeks into this uh, together. I missed her. She went to work, oh, and I, I, she's not even sure. at work yet driving. I said, honey, the yeah. house is too empty. Come back. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But we were, you know, we're just talking about just how the world is different. And, and it, you know what I think it is, Mike, is the unknown. And that's right. where I think we need to lean on our faith. You know, I was, I was mm-hmm. just spending a couple minutes early this morning alone in my office, just, you know, put on a little worship music and just sure. talking, to, talking to Jesus. And, and, just, and just, you know, my prayer for my family, for mm-hmm. you, for others, is that we don't get anxious about the unknown. That's right. He is in control mm-hmm. still. That hasn't changed. Yeah. He's in control. It, it, and sometimes, yes, we need to be re- reminded of that. Let the peace of God rule and reign yes. in our hearts. And, yes. uh, but like you just said, you got to get still. you yep. got to get some kind of routine, consistent, getting before a, a little quiet time. Yeah. You know, I know it's hard because now I think of my daughter and son-in-law, they, you know, six, you know, children running around. But you, to find the time, set the time aside because 
Jesus is the only one and his presence and his spirit that will pull us through this with any kind of peace, hope, and... <laughs> amen, amen. I do think, and you know, I'm not an expert, but I do think that a light at the end of the tunnel is uh, starting to be seen. Now, okay. how long that tunnel is, we don't know. Sure. I've said this over and over again for the last six weeks, Mike. This is the perfect time for the church to shine. Yes. And so we've kind of reinvented ourselves over the last four weeks. We're doing yes. things we've never done before. Mm -hmm. And you know me, I love change. Oh, you, you thrive on it. I do. Well, but I, you know how to react in real time. I mean, you see mm -hmm. a situation that you didn't expect that you could put on your plate, and I see your gears turning and <laughs> yeah. people around you that support you, and you have great leadership with Eight Days of Hope. Oh, man. And they just step up Amazing. and they get it done. But you're, you got the vision. You're the visionary. Well, <laughs> I don't know what I am, but, <laughs> you know, so this idea was birthed called Feed Buffalo. You know, down at our national headquarters, we were able to deliver safely about 30,000 meals in about 12, 13 days. God provided all the finances for that project, f just for that project specifically. But um, long story short, Feed Buffalo has been launched. It's a program to bring groceries that will supply food for a family of four for at least one week. Okay. Free <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. And so oh. the program's out there. If you, your church, here's how it works, Mike, because you're probably wondering. I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm all ears right now. <laughs> As always, you're always ears, right? Anyways, so any local church in the city of Buffalo, you can submit up to 10 families who you identified as having a need. Maybe they were laid off. Maybe their restaurant, you know, their waitress, waiter, you know, they're just not making any monies. They've lost their job. Maybe they're a COVID-19 patient. They're sick right now. Maybe it's a widow, an elderly couple. Maybe they just, they're afraid to leave their home. Yeah. People are afraid to leave their home, Mike. They, they, they are, especially, you know, the elderly. And uh, we need to be looking in and checking in on them. But, but go ahead. This is exciting. So any church can submit up to 10 families' names. Now, you do need to submit them by tomorrow, Sunday at noon. Tomorrow's the big day. So already, Mike, we're mm. I believe the latest numbers, we're in the 600s already. Really? So already 52 churches in the city of Buffalo okay. have submitted families that we're going to be delivering. In fact, we're delivering groceries right now as we speak. Oh, my. Right now, there's someone driving down a street in Buffalo with four bags of groceries, seven breakfasts, seven lunches, seven dinners. Uh, there's a scripture verse written on a little piece of paper inside, happy faces on the outside of the paper bags. We're going to do it safely, so they're being delivered to families who just found out yesterday that they're getting food, and we're going to leave it on their porch, their doorstep. We're going to go mm -hmm. back to our car. We're going to wave to them, give them a thumbs up, blow them a kiss, you know, <laughs> smile, right? You know, because, you know, you know, to me, a smile is, is worth a, a thousand words. And we're just going to love on those in need in the city of Buffalo. What an undertaking, though. I, I know how busy you are. How? Give us a little background on how this has been organized. And, you know, it just, I mean, four drivers delivering the four families, or you said? or yeah, give so us it's, a little so bit of background. Yeah, so today there's about 75 people delivering food. But let me just step back. So, you know, I believe we're better together when the church comes together. And so okay. very quickly, there were some churches that said, you know what, we want to be a part of this. And so, you know, I think of 716 Ministries. I think of um, Elam Christian Fellowship Church, Watermark Wesleyan Church. You know, I think of Victory Church. Um, I think of um, the Buffalo Dream House. I think okay. of the chapel. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's others, and I don't want to miss anyone, so we'll come to me in a minute. But a lot of churches, we came together very quickly and said, hey, let's pull our resources. Let's see what we can do both financially but also with the volunteers, and how can we make this happen like now? Because okay. people are hungry now. Now it has to happen. Yeah. yeah. 
So we put together a budget. The budget is about $126,000 because, you know, that's how we roll. We want to know exactly what it's going right. to cost. And then you share the need. And already, Mike, the Pagulas, the Pagula Sports Entertainment COVID Fund, they stepped up. They said, we want to be a part of it. Okay. Some of the people that I just mentioned, they wanted to be a part of it financially. Richest Products, they jumped on board, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting. And, and so very quickly, God is moving through churches, nonprofits, and businesses in the city of Buffalo okay. to find a way to get these groceries to these families. I saw some of the, the groceries in the warehouse and the volunteers that came out to bag these. And it's just, it brings tears to your eyes to see just the city of Buffalo and all organizations, churches, like you just said, step up and contribute to this. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it is simply amazing um, what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yesterday the mayor, or two days ago, the mayor was at our building and, you know, Channel 247, Spectrum, Buffalo News. And, and what I like is most of them um, didn't, like, delete the reasons why we were doing. I mean, right. we just want, we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We want to bring people hope that are right. feeling hopeless. And it's happening this weekend. So go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. If your church would like to supply um, some names to us, submit some names. You have till tomorrow noon, any church in the city of Buffalo. If you're a church outside of the Buffalo, you can submit names, but the families that we're serving need to live in the city. So we had a couple churches, uh, one in Lockport, one in uh, Amherst, uh, sent us names of people they know in Buffalo that needs help. We're going to help them. Well, I'll tell you, the city of Buffalo is the city of good neighbors, and you— Eight Days of Hope, the churches, there's all neighbors getting together to feed these our, 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 our city. It's, it's overwhelming. I, I don't have the words to continue on. I'm stumbling <laughs> no, right no, now because no, you're good, well, man. I, I'm you're just good. thinking of, 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 you know, like the elderly or somebody that's out mm. of work. Every time I drive by a restaurant or a store that's closed, my heart goes to that wait, waiter or waitress that has, take, has, you know, two and three kids that, right. that are they're not working right now. Right. And they need food and we're helping. 8daysofhope.com. Click on Feed Buffalo if you want to submit names. We are still trying to raise a couple more dollars, about $22,200 to be exact, <laughs> right? Because I love my numbers. Oh, you're a numbers man. That's uh, awesome. You can do- donate online at 8daysofhope.com. And here's our commitment. If, if whatever we raise, whatever we raise, we're, we're going to buy food in the city of Buffalo and give to people in need. Okay. We're not taking it anywhere else. It's not going anywhere. I mean, it's not for equipment or salary or building. We're buying food, and and if you if you if you don't like us on Facebook, go to Facebook and look at some of the pictures or the Buffalo News yesterday. Oh, they have a gallery yeah. at buffalonews.com. They shot a, a gallery yesterday, um, amazing pictures. Harry Harry Skull is the photographer. Okay. Yeah, the dude is talented. Well, hey, <laughs> talking about talented, and, and it was so funny. I, I saw your interview. On Channel 2, and the funny part about it, your mask kept on falling down. I know. <laughs> I got a new mask today. I, I got a new mask. That. So, you know, what we've learned about those masks, if, if you talk more than just a sentence or two, they start yeah. dropping on you. Yeah. You saw that. I saw that, too, and I thought, Steve. But a great job. You got the you. message across why we're doing so. this. I hope so. And, oh, yeah. I mean, it's and, and nobody edited it. It was your yeah. time. We're, we're yeah. serving Jesus. Yeah, amen. And, and we are. We are. Hey, thank you for joining Hope Reigns here on, on uh, WDCX. Now, next week, Mike, just very quickly, we, we got to go to our guests. But next okay. week is going to be the first week in 52 weeks that we are off. 
We have a day off? Yes. What are we going to do? Well, <laughs> I know we're going to do something, right? So next week when you join us, the first half hour, Zach Bourne is doing something unique with a local ministry. And uh, Breakfast Blend is going to kick in that last half hour. So we're coming back in two weeks. Now, when we come back in two weeks on May 9th, yes. that broadcast is going to be our first national broadcast. It's going to be in 195 cities as of this morning, because they add a city and drop a city. But across the nation, people are going to be hearing about uh, Eight Days of Hope and what God is doing through missionaries. I'm, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> no, you're not. No. I know you well. Hey, no, it's, it, that's, what a wait. great opportunity. I'm, I'm excited for it and, and to see that come about, especially oh, it, when too. something happens you know, disaster-wise. 195 cities, bang, bang, bang. They're going to hear about it and be able to come and serve. Amazing. Amazing. We can't wait. So, again, next week when you tune in, We'll be off to May 9th. But when we come back, we're going to talk to uh, a good friend. Um, it's a ministry right here in Buffalo, Western New York. I know you're listening around the country, but uh, it's called Mona's House. Mona's House. We're going to be talking to Kelly just in a couple minutes. Good morning to you. Thank you that you're here. Thank you for those who are driving, delivering groceries today uh, during uh, uh, Feed Buffalo. More information about that, go to 8daysofhope.com. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope here on WDCX. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country, and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Well, good morning and welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. I am Steve Tiber and you are? Mike Fiala. I'm glad you got that right. Well, you know, it took me a while to... <laughs> no, you got that. No, after a cup of coffee, I'm, you can call me Sam. You can call me oh. Pete. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, just good, good to be with this morning, Steve. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are excited today to have a very special guest, someone I just met recently, I'd okay. say probably in the last three, four months, and it's, you know, Eight Days of Hope. God has really opened up the door for us to be a, 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 a partner of others okay. to help those who've been sex trafficked, mm. who, those who've been rescued. Okay. So much more on that coming later this year. Yeah. COVID-19 has kind of put some things on pause. But one thing that's not on pause is this young lady. Uh, we're going to speak with <laughs> Kelly Diane Galloway. Kelly Diane, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. Oh, man, it is an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for, for, for joining us. And, you know, Kelly Diane, she leads a ministry, Mike, called Mona's House. Okay. A part of, I believe it's, is it Ramp Up Ministries or Ramp Ministries? Um, give us Ramp some back. Ramp Global. There you go. <laughs> Ramp Global. I knew I was I was close. but So tell the listeners um, uh, a little bit about you before we get into the ministries. Just give us a, a quick bio of who Kelly Diane is and 
were you born and raised here and all that good stuff? Okay. Well, my name is Kelly Diane Galloway. I was born and raised right here in this beautiful city of Buffalo, New York. Um, my life took a, a crazy turn when I was in my teenage years, like a lot of people. Um, and I ended up mourning the, the, the murder of my brother. And I felt as if, you know, life was over for me, too. Um, but God had an, another plan. And Jane, um, in 2003, I was accepted to Liberty University, and I went down to a city called Lynchburg, Virginia, a.k.a. the Hill City. Um, and it was there that I completely, like, sold out um, mm. to the Lord. I was born and raised in church, but um, I just didn't experience the, the transformative power of Christ for my own self at that time. So um, I became a part of a church plant called the Ramp Church, R-A-M-P, like reaching as many possible. And we began some overseas works, and I joined the mission field full-time, and I've been on the mission field ever since. So um, we have children's homes in India, uh, Nepal, and Guatemala. Uh, most of the time, that's where I, I spend a lot of my time um, overseas. But the Lord laid in my heart um, to come back to my home country and do what I was doing overseas, and that was to plant a restoration home called Mona's House, named after a woman that I had the opportunity to love to learn to love and grow and be encouraged by when I was working um, for 821, um, ran by Christine Kane in Thessaloniki, Greece. And uh, Mona really changed my life, and her story embodies hope. And so I opened up Project Mona's House in Western New York, and we have um, a a three-part program here, um, Outreach, where we go out and we educate people um, about human trafficking, what is it, um, how can they spot it, how can they stop it, and how can they join the fight. And then we have a group where we serve about um, now about 80 women all over Western New York who have been um, either victimized by human trafficking mm. or um, willing sex workers. And then finally, uh, we opened up uh, Western New York's first restoration home for human trafficking victims called Mona's House. So it's a long-term restoration home where women stay about a minimum of a year or a maximum of two years or until they are functioning, contributing members of society. So that's what we do. <laughs> wow, Kelly, Diane, I'm telling you. And Mike, and you said I'm busy. Come on now, man. Oh, my. You go, girl. So, Kelly, Kelly, Dan, how, how do you... They just they come. How they get they get referred to you? I mean, how? Uh, yeah. I so the, the young the young ladies once they're <clears throat> rescued or or how do they come across Mona's house? That's it. Yeah. It depends. So if they're in the hospital, the social workers at the hospitals will call us. If somehow they've ended up um, in the human trafficking court, um, the resource coordinators they'll give us a call. Um, or just word of mouth. So honestly, people always ask the question, like, how do you serve so many people and you've only been around in Western New York for two years? Mm. Um, the, 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 the honest answer is word of mouth. And when right. one woman gets free, she goes back and mm. gets her friends. Mm. And so then that's really how we built up, especially Mona's group. Um, I found one woman at a, a local church here, um, her she had a drug addiction, and that pastor, he mm. runs a um, a group for NA, and uh, he connected us, and I met her. I brought her into my home. We mm. ate dinner. I talked to her, um, and next thing I know, my phone was ringing off the hook from people that she had worked with around the city, okay. and so... Um, that's that's really what happened. <laughs> so, so many times, uh, and again, we're talking to Kelly Diane Galloway. She is the uh, executive director, I believe, the founder of Mona's House. 
It's yeah. a uh, it's a facility here in Western New York, New York that um, young ladies who've been rescued from trafficking, most of the time sexually, sometimes labor. Uh, we'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a couple of minutes, um, um, Kelly Diane. But um, people sometimes, as I travel the country and I and I get a chance to speak to people about trafficking, it's amazing to me how many times people act like you're talking about Las Vegas and maybe New Orleans and, and maybe New York City, and they don't have a clue mm. how prevalent that is in communities all across the country. Speak to the listeners, um, Kelly Diane, a little bit about Western New York. Can you share some information about how real this is right here in the city of Good Neighbors? I mean, again, not Vegas only, not New Orleans, but just talk about that for a couple of minutes. Absolutely. And honestly, that is the hardest part of my job is convincing United States citizens that trafficking happens here. And so, um, and specifically for Western New York listeners, we created a movie just about Western New York. And it's called Sold Next Door, where we have a young girl from the outskirts of Western New York and a girl that was born and raised right here in Western New York. And they talk about their trafficking experiences. Mm. Um, D.A. Flynn is on there. Um, They show you... They tell you about pretty much everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, one young lady, she was trafficked through a, a taxi agency. People would call for a taxi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They would call for a taxi, say something special, and yes, a taxi would show up to your house, but mm-hmm. so would a woman. Wow. Um, I grew up right yeah. in front of Madai College. So I grew up on um, Humboldt and Parkside. Sure. Uh, my family still lives there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we the federal court busted probably the largest trafficking operation in West New York. And I don't know how many years the trafficker lived on Humboldt. <laughs> like just a couple yeah. blocks away from me. And then the, and you read the newspaper and they say, Hey, and the, and the women are saying, Hey, you know, we had to, we were forced to sleep with, you know, in NFL players, mm-hmm. hockey players, really? um, music artists, uh-huh, it's all in the Buffalo news. And he's just, he's been sentenced now. Um, but that was a huge case um, that, you know, was litigated and, and, and he was convicted in 2019. Mm. And that was right here in Western New York. Um, I did a, a class two days ago for Leadership Buffalo, and they were watching the film. And, you know, one of the girls in the film said, you know, I'm a graduate of Sweet Home High School. And my trafficker went to high school with me. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so, so think about, Mike, just what, what Kelly Dan was just talking about. So we're talking about a suburban school okay. that tends to be in a little bit more of a fluent neighborhood than, than others. And yet this is how, this is how prevalent mm-hmm. trafficking is. This is the fastest growing crime, mm-hmm. illegal activity in the world. And, and the world includes Buffalo, New York. And right. to her yeah. point, Mike, this is happening everywhere. Everywhere. It's right in our backyard, underneath our noses, but we can't see it. Why is that? Well, a couple things. One, it's one we choose not to see it. Okay. And, and follow me here for a minute. I travel the country, and as I've and I've traveled for thirty years, it is amazing to me how many strip malls you're driving down the road and they have a massage parlor mm. in a strip mall right next to a taco joint in Houston okay. or in, in 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 Atlanta, right next to a, a hot dog place. And, and it's not the therapeutic massage that one sure. gets when they go to Massage Envy or a uh, legit place. And everyone drives by it. They kind of know what goes, in, goes on, but they don't want to think about it. They want to deal with it. That's somebody else's problem. No, it's our problem because yes. that's our daughters. That's, that's right. our sons. That's, that's right. our granddaughters 
being used and, and mistreated in, in the worst of crimes. You know, this might be an off-the-wall uh, statement or question because, you know, Kelly Diane, you're with an agency that helps them after they've been rescued, in a sense. Is, so this, this question has to be asked. Is there anybody actively going after these guys that are the traffickers? Mm. I mean, how does that play? And I know you, you Kelly, you do, you do a great job at bringing these young ladies in, restoring them, a, a year program. I know you only have 70-some beds and you're hoping for over 100, but that, that, that's just a question, Steve. I mean, I mean, does anybody yeah, going after these guys? Or? Kelly, what are you finding as you as you travel the country? Because I know you travel a little bit as well. Answer that question if you don't mind. So the the thing about us is yes, we do preventative, which is the outreach, and then we do restorative, which is the groups um, and the housing. However, you know we're not law enforcement, and um, United States law enforcement is not does not take too kindly to like vigilante projects or things mm, like that. I, I so what we the way that we choose to um, to help is number one, we ground everything that we do in prayer, and I really believe the Lord leads certain people to us and who are willing to share their stories. The, the blessing is when you're doing restorative services and the women learn to love and trust you, eventually they will tell you everything. Okay. And then at a certain point, they will, we, they have a good relationship. We have a good relationship with our local prosecutors. And that's what we try to tell because we have Mona's groups right. in several different other cities. And so we say, listen, like after you get to a place in your healing process where you are willing to close that final chapter, get that final closure. Let's go ahead and let's let's share your story with law enforcement. And there, a lot of times, we have enough evidence to put people away. Mm. Okay, again, so their testimony matters. Mm. So. Of course it does. You know, and again, this is not the best and easiest subject to talk on a Saturday morning, and yet it's something that we, as parents and grandparents and adults need to take, you know, I say this all the time, we need to take our blinders off. That's right. You know, it's happening everywhere, and, and, and it's, you know, what can we do? And, and you know, we're going to take a break here in a minute, but when we come back, you know, I want to talk a little bit uh, with Kelly Diane a little bit about what you, the listener, can do to, to uh, take a stand and support organizations like Mona's House that are on the front lines, because this is not the... Um, uh, how do I want to word this? This isn't, you know, delivering. Gro- I mean, I like what Eight Days Hope is doing today, delivering groceries to families in need, and that's that's a fun, you know, fun thing of ministry. You're sure. bringing somebody something. Uh, what 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 Kelly Diane and the team does at Mona's House and other organizations right. here in Western New York as well. There's others as mm-hmm. well. Man, they're, Mike, they're on the front line front lines of, of something way. that is is messy. Yeah, maybe when we come back, we can talk about a little bit about how what actually a young lady would experience when they come to the home I like and, and the program. I like that. Right. You're listening to Hope Reigns this morning. My name is Steve Tiber. We're along hanging out with uh, our co-host every week, Mike Fiella. And today we're talking to Kelly Diane Galloway, who is the leader of Mona's House. It's a ministry right here in Western New York that is on the front lines uh, helping once a young lady is rescued from being trafficked either sexually or for labor purposes, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. When we come back, we're going to talk again uh, with Kelly Diane, and we'll be back here in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope here on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. 
Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service, or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Eight Days of Hope is based right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi, and that serves as our national headquarters. Our Northeast satellite's in Buffalo, New York, and this summer, we'll be opening up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. If you're a church or a faith-based nonprofit ministry, and you have a need for those that you are trying to love and serve, Sign up for our distribution ministry. It's simple. Go to our website, click on distribution ministry, submit the name of your organization or the name of your church, and every two months we will notify you with products that we've been given to allow the church to minister to those who are hurting. Instead of you running out and writing checks and going to your benevolence fund, we get these things for free. Uh, they're usually overruns or last year's model, but it's all brand new. And as long as you're willing to come to pick it up, it's free. You just got to come and get it. Eight Days of Hope serving those in need in the name of Jesus. To learn more about the ministry 8 Days of Hope, please go to 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiel. This morning, we have a special guest, a young lady who had a chance to meet about three months ago, Mike. Okay. You know how you meet people? I love being back home. I was gone for 20 years. And yeah. so you, you come back and you meet people that you knew. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you look differently and they look differently, right? I mean, because we age, right? <laughs> Mike's laughing. I'm not going to say anything about Anyways, that. Anyways, yeah, I, yes. I saw a guy from Bennett High School yes, uh, yesterday, and he looked at me and goes, you don't remember me? Well, what he looks like today is not like he Nothing looked back like, in the yeah. 1980s, right? Neither did I, you know? <laughs> you got rid of our, our disco wear back back in the day. We're not going to go there today. But anyways, um, had a chance to meet Kelly Diane a, a while back, and I love, love, love what Mona House is doing here in Buffalo. Kelly Diane, welcome back. So glad that you're here. Thank you for having me. Um, Mike, you had a question right before break. Uh, why, why don't we yeah, leave what, what does a, a young lady experience She from day one? Uh, some of the programs that you put her through, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm – I'm assuming there's got to be an evaluation of what she really needs and how to work us through that a little bit. Okay, so um, when someone comes into Project Mona's house, um, of course we welcome them right into the house. They give them the tour. But the very first thing um, that we do is say, hey, what is it that you don't have that you need? Whether that's clothing okay. or um that same exact day, depending on what time they come, we let them go out and pick out their own clothes, their own makeup, things okay. like that that are important to them, where people didn't get the chance to choose. They didn't get the chance to choose that before. Mm -hmm. uh, within 24 hours, someone is at the home signing them, signing them up with health insurance um, and doctor, uh, you know, taking a primary care. And then we do an individualized treatment plan, like what does success look like to this mm -hmm. one person? Okay. 
we do not have a cookie cutter system. Um, we have one woman who's an artist, and she wants to make art, and her art is featured in the Birchfield Penny Art Gallery and a couple other galleries here in Western New York, wow. even right now. That's amazing. Even though we can't, you know, even though we can't visit it, and she just launched her own business, and she opened January first. Um, oh, that's amazing. Uh, January twenty fifth. I'm sorry, and in one hour sold out. Made three thousand oh, dollars for her first day right. open. Good for her. Yeah. So. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we have other people who aspire to do other things. And so we have community mentors so um, that come alongside and say, hey, we're going to help you in your in your journey to healing and recovery. Um, and then we do every day we have Bible study. Every day we um, eat dinner together because that is very important. Yes. Uh, we may yes. not eat every meal together, but definitely dinner. Um, and then we just spend a lot of quality time together. And I think that that is the part that helps our program move along as quickly as it does is we provide that community element um, and give them a family. So we have people that come in and they will adopt one woman as a part of their family. So that means cookouts, birthday parties, family trips, things like that. And so um, that strong support system helps in the healing process. So what don't you do? <laughs> I mean, come on, girl, man, you're that 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 is, that is that is awesome. You know, it's amazing to me, Mike. It it does seem like the world, at least America, is starting to understand that there's a challenge out there, okay. uh, and challenge is an easy word. We we have um, something that we better address quickly for the health of the country, sure. and so you know, with with some people who've been arrested, you know, we've had an NFL owner get his hand, you know, slapped, and sure. and and words getting mm-hmm. out, and and we know what Eight Days of Hope is 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 going to be launching later this year with 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 people's names that everyone in the world will recognize okay. because they're they're done. They're they're like we can't ignore. Our blinders are off, and we're not only not seeing it, but we're going to do something about it. Well, but this is the time for the church to respond, Mike. That's right, because, you know, I'm thinking of what we're going through right now, this virus. There will be a time mm. where that particular virus will be under control, antibiotics, whatever they're going to, you know. This virus has been here forever, and it's going to go mm. on and on and on if we don't step up and yeah. get this job done. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, Kelly Diane, for what you're doing. Yes, amen. Hey, let's talk a, a, a couple minutes um, uh, about Sold Next Door. So, just give us a little background on Sold Next Door and how someone can view that. So, Sold Next Door is a film that uh, we created specifically about Western New York and what trafficking looks like here. Mm. It's a short movie, it's only 25 minutes, created by Pan American Film um, Division along with myself. And our goal is to raise awareness, to let people know that, number one, yes, these terrible things do happen in this community, but there are a lot of amazing people that are also serving as change agents to help change this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they found, you know, they got in something terrible, but they also found hope here because this is still a beautiful city with beautiful people. And together, if we all work together, we can end trafficking. So it is. A, it starts off a little dark, but then it gets it gets very light. But unfortunately, you know, out of 40.3 million human trafficking victims around the world, one to three percent are ever rescued. And these women fall into that three percent, that one to three percent. But together we can, I think, widen those margins a little. I hear that number, Mike, three percent, one to three percent. That is so sad. You know, uh, one of the numbers I've shared before when we've talked about this topic that uh, in the state of Texas, the best estimate is that roughly 79,000 minors will be trafficked today 
today while we're sitting here in Buffalo on this Saturday morning is is we're doing what you know what we can do or not do and and meanwhile um, that continues Mike because you know sin you know and again <laughs> church please 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 pray about what you should be doing with this and it could be as simple as prayer and and I say simple because it all starts with prayer I love what what, what um, Kelly Diane was was talking about you know we, we you know, pr- prayer is needed in the homes. It's needed in the church. It's needed in our community. But it starts with prayer. But we can do so much more. That's right. And, and sometimes it's just educating ourselves. That's it, right there. And understanding the scope, the magnitude of what's going on, Mike. And, and we have to talk about this to our children, yes, to yes. our grandchildren, yeah. to everybody that, if, if they, even if they don't want to listen, somebody in the family has to get aggressive and begin to speak speak to this because it, it's being, as you said just brush under it's under the rug See, i think churches need to speak about this okay. I, i'm trying i'm just i'm thinking right now you mm-hmm. know i don't know when the last time if i've ever heard a pastor preach on trafficking mm. and what we oh. as the church should be doing ouch and 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 i you know and i you know i grew up you know one denomination i i'm another denomination now we work with many different denominations with eight days of hope sure all the churches we've been the mega churches from the coast to coast and a lot of famous names you could throw out like really I don't know if I've ever heard anyone, Mona or, or Mona, Kelly, Diane, have you ever heard, pa- are pastors, why aren't pastors preaching more about the challenge and the need and what the church should be doing? Uh, I can't answer that question for them. I think that a lot, a largely it is that many of us haven't taken the time to educate ourselves because for so many years it's been a taboo subject mm. because, um, you know, we talk about pornography, which also fuels the traffic, the human trafficking industry. Um, but maybe the thought of being bought or sold or that slavery still exists is one that is like unimaginable because there's less than 3% of churches in the United States that actually have ministries for trafficking victims. So I'm sure that those churches probably talk about it on a regular basis. However, um, I think that the more we talk about it, um, the more we'll probably see our conversation shift in the house of God. Mm. I think, Mike, I could be wrong. It's not a fun topic to talk about. No. I get Especially now on a Sunday morning. <laughs> no, exactly right. Hey, okay, guys, let's go to church, you know, hold hands, kumbaya, my Lord, and then, oh, by the way, uh, bang, you know? Right. And, and you're like, Really? Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, it's it, it, church. We we need we need Stand to educate. Up. We we need to take a stand. We need to. And Mike, I'm gonna be candid here, and I hate okay. talking about this, but us men, yes, us Come men, on. we're Come the on. we're the problem. Come on, yeah, we're, we're we most are. of the problem. That's we right. really are. We, you know, we, where we go, what we look at on the internet, where we spend our money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we put our flesh in front of and before. That's right. Um, the effects, the sin, you know, the damage right. it causes. Mm-hmm. And if us men, if us men in the church, I've read something the other day, Mike, mm-hmm. that it's estimated that somewhere between 40 and 50% of men in a church oh, are tied in, in are, are bounded by pornography. Really? Mm. I mean, think about that in a church. So again, I'm not going to mention any church names, but think about churches in Western New York. and like, well, not that church. Definitely mm-hmm. not that church. Not my church. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? So we as pastors need to get a different mindset uh, 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 to get this, because who's going to want to talk talk about this on a Sunday morning because of, you know, 
And, and you got to be careful because even now, someone's driving down the road and a 12 year old sitting in the back seat. So there's some things that we don't really get into detail on this call, this phone, or this, this show, and, and, and we shouldn't. But there are times that we, 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 you know, we, we do need to educate because sinners need to hear truth. And if, if, and if 40 okay. to 50% of men sitting in every church in Western New York, in New York State, in America tomorrow, you know, or you know, watching on their computer, or iPad, or, mm-hmm. or laptop, um, if they're caught up in it, that's right. they, they need to hear truth, and, 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 and we need to respond. Well, yeah. I'm thinking, though, too, we should begin to shout out to men's groups. There's yeah, many men group, like great men's groups yep, in right. our churches that would be the maybe a starting place for this, yeah. and then go from there. Because, yeah, Kelly, Diane, if, if that you, is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go on. That is something that we have um, just recently. We started having that conversation, and um, we just had an event in January during National Human Trafficking Awareness Month, where um, we there was a stage full of men who got up and just started praying for this issue because Mm. I do believe, even though I'm a woman, um, women are most victimized by sex trafficking here in the United States. And so I do think that it would be amazing to start seeing a lot more men on the forefront Mm. of this topic. And, and I I think that if men help to champion this cause, that we will see a dramatic decline Mm. in, in human trafficking. But as far as like churches, we have a harvest program because Think about it, 40.3 million victims, right? The harvest is plentiful. That is one big harvest, 40 million people. And so Jesus said, listen, like, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. But if you pray to the God of the harvest, I'm going to send you some help. And so that is why, you know, we always ask people, like, hey, if you want to be a part of our outreach team, if you want to volunteer, if you want to give, whatever you want to contribute to help ending modern-day slavery, you can help us. Um, with this particular harvest. This is a harvest of people who may not know that God is good or that God loves them. They may feel so dirty and guilty from all the things that they were forced right. to do, wow. but they don't know that there's redemption for them sure. and that there's a God that absolutely is in love with them. Mm. Mm. We're talking to Kelly Diane Galloway. She's the leader of Mona's House. Um, Kelly, we only have a, Kelly Diane, we only have a couple more minutes. A uh, couple quick questions. Uh, okay. uh, trafficking involving labor. So, you know, I think about immigrants that maybe are brought in and and confused. You know, I'll buy you a plane ticket, and now, you know, they come here and they got mm-hmm. a job, and, you know, they're making $1.70 an hour or a day in their country, and now they're making 3 bucks a day working at a local hotel. And, and that's just uh, that's an example. I'm not saying that's accurate. But what are you seeing with labor tra- trafficking in, in across America? Um, definitely, um, for the most part, in my personal experience, there they have been people who have not been born in the country. Um, you have individuals who are working in nail shops, um, some hair salons, massage parlors, restaurants, construction sites. That's a big thing around here. Right. Um, wineries, um, and, and mm, oh my goodness, produce wow. farms, dairy farms. It's a really, it's a really bad issue. Um, but in Western New York, we actually have a, a pretty good task force that's cracking down on, on labor trafficking good. cases. Good, good, good. But that's good. How does someone get involved with Mona's House? How can uh, do you accept volunteers? Are there background checks? Are you not, or or at this point, are you looking for prayer partners, uh, donations? How can someone find a way to get in touch and serve, work, donate, all the above? Um, well, all of the information is on our website, which is www.projectmonas, with an S, monashouse. 
com, and there you'll see different volunteer opportunities, different ways to give, and what we're and what we're definitely in need of. Um, you do have to do a background check if you're working with women. Okay. Um, so um, that uh, does that take sense. about three months of interviews and different things like that. So please be patient with us sure. during our vetting process. Um, and right now we're working on care packages because we have such a, a large amount of women that we serve um, in our independent living program. And unfortunately, we did have bad news about one of them um, mm. last week. But that's because, you know, in one week they lost their worship services, their NA groups, their AA groups. Oh, their, yes, yeah. And oh so um, depression and, oh, and drug sure. addiction, sure. you know, took one woman away from us. But um, mm. we're, we're now trying to make, you know, contact with, deliveries with care packages of love so mm. we have about a hundred more to get ready um and and hopefully they, they feel loved mm. during this time of social distancing because someone, it's really affecting them if someone wants to donate to mona's house can they do that online and if they mail the check if you can give us that information as well yeah, you can go online and make a donation um, at our website again, www.projectmonashouse.com, or you can call us and do it over the phone, which is 716-795-MONA, 716-795-MONA, or you can mail it to us at P.O. Box 1324, Buffalo, New York, 14214. Again, P.O. Box 1324, Buffalo, New York, 14214. She's done that before, Mike. I can, you tell. can tell. She you, just, you one, know. two, three, got it yeah, done. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I like that because at the end of the day, I mean, as the executive director, the, the ultimate leader, and I know because I, I help, you know, I lead a ministry as well, and you mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you have to be ready to share that yes, information. Yes. Monas. So, again, go to Project Mona's, and that's plural, projectmonashouse.com. ProjectMonasHouse.com or call 716-795-MONA, 716-795-MONA. And if you're um, still writing checks and people still like to write checks, you can do that to P.O. Box 1324, 1324, Buffalo, New York, 14214. And that's my zip code, Mike. That's yeah. where I was born and raised in 14214. Really? Yeah. Glad you're back in Buffalo. Oh, my. I, gosh, <laughs> I love being back here. Hey, um, Kelly, Diane, we want to pray for you before we let you yes. go. Thank you for being on with us today. Um, we, 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 we need to have you on again down the road. You know, We're going to start broadcasting around the nation here in two weeks and, and would love at some point for you to come back and share across the right. country mm-hmm. a little bit more about what God is, is allowing you uh, to be a part of and help lead in, in excellence. So thank yeah. you so much. But, um, Mike, would you take a couple minutes and pray for her, sure. please? Thank be you. Be glad to. Thank you. First of all, Father in heaven, we our hearts break for the things that you're broken for. Yes. And, uh, Lord, did you put in uh, Kelly's heart to, um, to, to birth this uh, Mona's house project. And, God, thank you for giving her strength, giving her wisdom, yes. giving her favor, giving her finances, giving her people. And, Father, thank you for the heart that she has and her help to take these young ladies and transform their lives. You're doing a great work. God, we stand with her, and we thank you for standing with her and just taking this to another level. Whatever their dreams and their hopes and their aspirations are, let it be just go full throttle this year and uh, touching these these women. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Yeah, Amen. thank you for hanging out. ProjectMonasHouse.com, <laughs> ProjectMonasHouse.com, or you can call them at 716-795-MONA. That's M-O-N-A, 716-795-MONA. Or you can uh, mail a donation to Mona's house at P.O. Box 1324, Buffalo, City of Good Neighbors, 14214. Kelly Diane, 
Thank you, girl. Appreciate all that you're doing for the kingdom, and yes. um, we'll have you back on again down the road a little bit. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Y'all have a wonderful day. All right. God bless you. <laughs> Bye. What a fun... I'm telling she, you. She has got... <clears throat> there's something about her when I met her, Mike, that, mm. you know, she... she um, no, no ministry is perfect, right? Right. But you you can sense the heartbeat of a ministry right. when you talk to people who are passionate about Absolutely. what God has called them to do. And you can agree to disagree on some things. I'm not saying that happened, but you know, you know, does everyone agree with everything Eight Days of Hope does? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But but when you're around the leaders of a ministry at Eight Days of Hope or, or Mona's House or Hearts for the Homeless or you know whatever ministry it is. Um, you get a sense of, of, of what God is doing, and God is moving. Right. God is moving. You, you used the right word, passion. I have not mm. really ever met her until we just talked. Didn't Don't even know what she looks like, but I, I could just see this big smile. The passion yes. that she has was just coming through the phone. Amen. And she's, gonna, she's doing a great work that is so needed in this world today, mm. especially in Buffalo. Amen. That was Kelly Diane Galloway. She's with uh, Mona's House right here in Western New York. More information, go to Project Mona's House. Sorry, ProjectMona'sHouse.com. That's right. I ran out of breath there. You did. But I'm but, not having but, any but, lung issues. Praise <laughs> oh, the Lord. thank God, yes. <laughs> oh, my. Even though, even though we're six feet away and one inch away. Uh, anyways. <laughs> hey, good morning. Thank you for joining us. If you're delivering groceries today with Feed Buffalo, shout out. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, today and the next couple days, 1,000 families are getting groceries delivered safely to their homes free because of the mm-hmm. Church of mm-hmm. Western mm-hmm. New York That's and amazing. some of our partners. We're going to give you a quick update on that here in a minute. But uh, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're here on WDCX, and we will not be here next Saturday. That's our first week off in 52 weeks. A special program will be going on here at WDCX. But we'll be back in two weeks. So even though we got a couple minutes left, uh, May 9th, we'll be back to share some Godside stories. But again, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope here on WDCX. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across Western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Hi, it's Robbie Raw. I want to tell you about the Kingdom Business Bureau. The Kingdom Business Bureau is a directory of businesses that strive to honor the Lord in everything we do, consistent with biblical principles. If you are a large or small business in Canada or the U.S. and want to be part of the directory, email us at kingdombusinessbureau at gmail.com. If you're looking for a business that strives to honor the Lord, go to kingdombusinessbureau.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking, 
Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're gonna part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're gonna bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our safe house construction ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope, Mike. Today, Feed Buffalo is happening. Yeah. Churches, if you want to submit some names of families who have a need, because you know better than we do okay. who has a need, we're ready to, to deliver safely over the next couple of days groceries that will last a family of four for seven days. Wow. Yes, seven breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. And and churches, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Click Feed Buffalo, and you submit it right online. It's that simple. It's uh, no, So what is, what is, can you give us a little bit of procedure? You said safely. Yeah. How, how, are we gonna, how does the program work? So we're going to call, we're calling the families today, because we're already delivering right now as we speak. Right. We're delivering to families. So they received a phone call that a church in Buffalo uh, recommended, uh, submitted their names okay. for some free groceries. So we try to give an attaboy, girl to the local <laughs> church and, and let them know that they, they thought of this family. And okay. we're going to say, hey, Mrs. Smith, um, we're coming to your house. We're going to be there next hour. And when we get there, we're going to call you from the driveway. We're going to put the groceries on your front porch or on your steps or, uh, you know, wherever wherever it's safe. Okay. And then we're going to go back to the car, and then we're just going to wave at you when you come out and get your groceries. So no human-to-human contact, okay. but 1,000 families are going to get groceries. That and I'm talking awesome. about good stuff. There's, you know, Jif peanut butter. There's spaghetti. There's there's chili products. There's mm. there's uh, Oreo cookies, oh, which on. yesterday one package broke. So of course I took it <laughs> to the garbage, but I didn't make it all the way to the garbage because I don't want to waste anything. No, right. you don't want. I mean, but it was the second and third pack of Oreos <laughs> that got me in trouble. Okay, I, I'm seeing a pattern here. We need to we need to have a word of prayer for you about uh, cookies. <laughs> go to eightdaysofhope.com, click on Feed Buffalo, and we're also still raising a little bit more money. This project's about one hundred twenty-six thousand dollars, and we're a little bit short. Wow. So go to 8daysofhope.com and donate. We'll spend all those dollars here. Just a minute left, Mike, but um, mm. amazing day. God is moving during this, uh, this bad, bad, tough situation. It's a tough situation, but there's so, so much good coming out of this. And, you know, our family's praying as well as you are. And, and I just want to challenge folks that it's not let's just get to the in, end of this and do business as usual. Yes. No. What is God doing right now Amen. that will change our lives after this and Amen. F- forever? Amen. Amen. Go to 8dayshope.com, click on Feed Buffalo, and Mike brings up a good point. Think about what you're, you know, we'll, we'll never be the same. This right. this reminds me a little of 9-11. It, it changes you. You'll never forget what we just went through. Right. It's kind of like our parents or grandparents who went through Pearl Harbor or a world war, right? right. Until you experience something like this. Because people will be reading this in the history books mm-hmm. 20 years from now, and our That's kids right. or grandkids are going to say, yeah, I kind of remember that, and yeah. this, here's what I remember about it. Yeah. Well, let's remember that God moved during a dark time. Use some of your devices at this point to take pictures, to take little videos, yes. and show 
to your to your kids later and then let them show it to their kids and this is a great time I steve it. i love it thanks mike for today hanging out hey, again thanks. thanks for having me <laughs> drivers out there delivering food during feed buffalo thank you to all the partners that are making that happen i'll just mention a couple pagula sports entertainment their covid fun watermark wesleyan church thank you elam christian fellowship we love you 716 ministries Buffalo Dream Center, uh, Crickler Vending. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for your donations. Love you guys over at Crickler. The chapel. Praise God for the chapel. And so many others. I know I left somebody out, and I apologize. Rich Products, thank you. Again, go to 8daysofhope.com for more information. Feed Buffalo. There's still time to submit families to get some free groceries. We're going to see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Can you make it? Yeah. Well, I'm still trying to figure out what, we, what are we going to do next week with a day off. It's <laughs> oh, man. We'll find something to do. Hey, absolutely. We'll see you on May 9th. But, uh, again, thank you to Kelly Dina, uh, Diane Galloway with Mona's House. For more information, uh, check out their website. But today you've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And today we were broadcasting on WDCX. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com. The preceding program has been sponsored by 8 Days of Hope.